Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the New Mount Mirage Youth Podcast. Um, today, we'll be looking at Psalms 146. I'll be reading verses 1 through 10, and I will be reading from the New Living Translation version of the Bible. And it reads like this. Praise the Lord. At all that I am, praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God with dying breath. Don't put your confidence in powerful people. There is no help for you there. When they breathe their last, they return to the earth and all their plans die with them. But joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He made heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He keeps every promise forever. He gives justice to the oppressed and food to the hungry. The Lord frees the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are weighed down. The Lord loves the godly. The Lord protects the foreigners among us. He cares for the orphans and widows, but he frustrates the plans of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever. He will be your God, O Jerusalem, throughout the generations. Praise the Lord. And as always, I will read it and give you my perspective. And it'll be cool and great if you could give me your perspective as well. Uh, please remember and take heed that I am not a pastor. Uh, I don't believe God has called me to be a pastor yet. So um, don't take my word as law. Uh, do your own research. Do your own thinking and understanding about the word. I'm just merely giving you my humble perception or how I perceive the word to be. Okay, so I'm going to start with verse one and two. One is simple, but I believe one is verse one is giving you an objective to do. And that objective is praise the Lord. Um, regardless of what's going on, regardless of the situation, the outcome in your life may be praise to go, praise the Lord, praise God. All right. Uh, two says, I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God with my dying breath. All right. So the goal is to praise God and give God all the glory and praise. But ultimately, you have to do it until you're no longer on this earth. Um, I believe that's pretty self-explanatory, um, especially if God has been good in your life. You should always give him glory and praise and thanks. Uh, not just when things are going good. You should also praise God when things are going bad. And um, if I'm honest, that's an area that I have to focus on and fix in my life as well. Uh, I pray every day, uh, even when things are good and bad. But I do know that I, I have to pray more when, when things are going bad for me, rather than praying all the time when things are going good. All right, moving on to three and four. It says, don't put your confidence in powerful people. There is no help for you there. When they breathe their last breath, they return to the earth. And it makes perfect sense. Like instead of putting all your faith and hope and trust in people who have power, who have money, who have influence, instead of putting all your faith and belief in that, put it in God. All right. They won't be able to truly help you. Yeah, they'll be able to help you. Uh, uh. In terms of earthly things or materialistic things, yeah, they'd be able to help you. But in terms of saving your soul and the salvation of you, your spirit, 
they can't help you. And it also says when they breathe their last breath, they return to the earth and all they plans die with them too. At the end of the day, we all going to die. We born, we live, we die. That's the circle of life. Um, regardless of how rich, how powerful, how this, how that you are, you going six feet under, uh, under the earth just like the rest of us. So when they breathe their last breath, they return back to the earth which, from which they came and their plans go with them. Their plans die with them. All right, so don't put all your faith and confidence in the powerful people. Put it into our Lord and Savior, Jesus, and put it into God himself. Okay? Moving on to five and six. It says, but joyful are, th but joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He made heaven and earth, the sea, and everything in them, and he keeps every promise forever. That's pretty self-explanatory, but it also makes perfect sense. Right? It says joyful, so you will get joy. For those of you or for the people who have God as their helper and whose hope is in God. So you're going to receive a great joy, a great love, a great kindness, a great feeling. A great feeling when... You have God as your helper and whose hope is in him. When you have hope in him and you know he's your helper, you're not going to live a life of, of sadness, of, 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 of fruitfulness, of, 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 of negativity. With God being in your life, you're going to live a good life. And I believe that's what verse 5 is saying. And I believe 6 is improving on what five is because it says on six he made heaven and earth the sea and everything in the sea and he keeps every promise and i believe that's the ultimate truth whatever god has for you is for you he'll never take it away from you unless you do something yourself for him to take it from you that's my opinion um but i believe it's true um you'll get great joy for trusting and believing in god And God is God. He's the one who made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and everything in it. And he's a promise keeper. He's not a promise breaker. He'll never be a promise breaker. All right. Moving on to seven and eight. It says, he gives justice to the oppressed and food to the hungry. The Lord frees the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are weighed down. And the Lord loves the godly. All right. I believe seven and eight is both figuratively and literally in everything that it says. So it says he gives justice to the oppressed and food to the hungry. The Lord frees the prisoners. I believe he's literally uh, giving justice to the oppressed, literally giving food to the hungry and literally freeing prisoners. But I also believe he's figuratively giving justice to uh, people who seem oppressed. And food to the hungry, especially I believe he's being figurative where it says food to the hungry. If you hungry for salvation, if you hungry for change, if you hungry for better in your life, if you go to God, God will give it to you. And he will feed that 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 hunger, that 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 thirst of 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 not only knowledge, but of knowing who he is. All right. It also says in eight, the Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lift up those who are weighed down. The Lord loves the godly. I believe atheists, both figuratively and literally, he's literally opening the eyes of the blind. 
He lifts up those who are weighed down and the Lord loves the godly. But I also believe figuratively the Lord opens up the eyes of the blind. So. Let's say you're going through something, something that's going on in your life and you truly couldn't see all the bad that you were doing. You were blind to the bad deeds and the bad things that you were doing. But God is so merciful and wonderful and powerful that he'll open your eyes to see that what you're doing wrong, to see that you can do this better and do that better. I believe he's also using that figuratively as well. Um, he lift up those who are weighed down. If you're weighed down uh, spiritually, something going on in your life and it's weighing you down, right? He'll lift you up if you weigh down. And if you're godly, if you try to live a righteous life to do the right thing at the right time, to be caring and loving and kind, God loves people who does that because that is God. That is an act of God, being kind, being loving, having joy, being positive. And I believe that's all acts of God. All right. Moving on to 9 and 10. It says, the Lord protects the foreigners amongst us. He cares for the orphans and the widows, but he frustrates the plans of the wicked. I agree. I believe if anybody is doing anything wicked, evil, uh, conniving, God will thwart or, or, or change or challenge those plans. If you have an idea of doing something very bad, God has a way of, 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 of not only letting you change your mind, but getting in the way of what you had planned. Um. I believe it's 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 imperative that, you know, we go to God for help rather than trying to do things for ourselves. Uh, that's something I struggle with as well. Uh, I'm not perfect, uh, nor will I ever be, but I aspire to be righteous, and 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 to do the right thing in the eyes of the Lord. Uh, so I believe it's just things we just have to continue to work on and build upon. Um, Rather than faking it till you make it and just keep trying and keep getting better uh, and keep praying and keep talking to God. And I believe good things happen if you keep doing those things and keeping God by your side. All right. Moving on to 10. Uh, I believe this is a promise. And not only is this a promise, this is a declaration. The Lord will reign forever. He will be your God, O Jerusalem, throughout the generations. Praise the Lord. God will be here God was here before us, he's here now, and he sure will be here long, long after we're gone. All right. He will be our God throughout the generations. God is omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's all-knowing. He's everything and everything is us. And once we accept that and try to live a life worth living, and a life towards God, our lives will be better. Um, as always, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'll try my best to do this again next week around the same time at 630. I hope you guys have a great and blessed day.